0: You're listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. Well, hello, this is Major Mike Harris again, and we're doing another session on our series called Pathways, where we're, we're looking at the importance of thought life. And today, we're asking the question, why do thoughts matter? Why do thoughts matter? I say to you, that our ability to reason, to think, may be the greatest expression of love that there is. If you go back to Genesis chapter 2, I love Genesis chapter 2. It's this image of total perfection. It is absolutely wonderful. And as you picture Genesis chapter two, maybe even close your eyes as I'm doing right now, you can have this image of this, of this paradise, four rivers running, the Pishon, the Gishon, the, the Euphrates and the Tigris, all these rivers running through, just nourishing the ground. And everything is green, trees and bushes everywhere. It's just absolutely glorious. And it also says in Genesis two that God got Adam to name the animals. And so as Adam is naming the animals, we get this image that even nature is at one with man. There's no fear between man and animal. It is absolutely perfect. Everything in unison, everything in union. And very significantly, in fact, most importantly of all, man is at one with God. We read in Genesis how God would take a walk through the garden in the cool of the evening. This incredible image of oneness And of course, also in Genesis 2, we see the creation of woman, therefore the creation or the finish of the perfection, if you will, uh, that God had created there. And of course, we also know that there was one caveat in the midst of all this. Yes, in the middle of the garden, there were these two trees, the tree of life. Had Adam and Eve not sinned, they could have had access to that tree and still be alive in perfection to this day. But of course, we also know there was that second tree, that tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Nonetheless, by the end of Genesis, we knew the rules, or Genesis 2, excuse me, we knew the rules, and we saw that perfect garden. What we also don't see in Genesis 2 is any independent thought of man. There's nothing that pertains to the way that Adam and Eve were thinking. That shifts immediately in Genesis chapter 3. You know the story. The serpent comes along, starts to talk to Adam and Eve, starts talking about that tree, and Eve says, oh, we can't touch that one. No, no, we'll surely die if we touch that one. And the serpent says, no, you won't surely die. God just doesn't want you to think like he thinks. And then it says this. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Therefore, the first sin, very sadly, the first decision of a rebellious mind was to disbelieve God. God says you will surely die. The serpent says, no, that's not going to happen. Adam and Eve believe the serpent over God. The first decision made of a rebellious mind was to disbelieve God. And it was also the first time that mankind had thought independently from God. And of course, therefore, The first consequence was a separation from God. Listen to this paraphrase. I've got it from Philippians chapter 2, verse 8, and it's offered by Eugene Peterson in the message, and this is how he phrases that portion of scripture. Think of yourselves the way Christ Jesus thought of himself. He had equal status with God, but, but didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantages of that status no matter what, not at all. When the time came, he set aside the privileges of deity and and took on the status of a slave, becoming human. Having become human, he stayed human. It was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life and then died a selfless, obedient death. The worst kind of death at that. A crucifixion. Jesus chose to die this way, so that our hearts and our minds might be realigned and that level of sacrifice was needed in order that man could be returned to its original state of oneness with god with a pure heart and with a sound mind thanks for listening to hear the full version of this week's episode subscribe to words of life on your favorite podcast store or visit Salvation Army Soundcast.org.